1: In a world where knowledge has become a commodity, this podcast is designed to give you something more, access to the experience of a successful CEO who has already walked the path. So join your host, Martin Moore, who will unlock and bring to life your own leadership experiences and accelerate your journey to leadership excellence.
0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 69 of the No Bullshit Leadership podcast. As 2019 draws to a close, Em and I thought we'd take a look back on the Year of Podcasts and pick out our favourites for you to go back and listen to while you're enjoying some downtime in the Christmas New Year period. You may be tempted to do nothing and just veg out on the couch over Christmas, but remember the words of 1972 Olympic marathon champion, American Frank Shorter. When asked why he was so fanatical about his training, even to the point of going out in snowstorms at 20 degrees below, Frank simply said, because those are the days the other guys stay inside and eat pies. Leaders, don't be pie eaters this Christmas. Well, it's okay to eat pie, but take a little time to improve yourselves as well and get into some of these episodes from our back catalogue that we think are the pick of the bunch. So joining me today to go through our favourite five episodes, my business partner and daughter, Emma Green. How are you doing, Em?
1: Hi, I am good and I should say Merry Christmas because I realized just before we hit record on this that the episode's coming out on Christmas Day. So the big question, Marty, is what have you bought me? (laughs)
0: <laughs> Turn it up. I think. Uh, I think when I decided to make you chief executive of our business, uh, uh-huh. as my daughter, I was going to report to you. All your Christmases came at once. Just then.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I'll still be expecting something in a few hours' time. So uh, just to <laughs> let you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. No worries. All right. Look, let's start with a couple of honourable mentions before we get onto our top five. I want to start with the episodes that I had the most fun producing, and there was just a couple that really I had so much fun with. The first one was episode 29 winning without self-interest because in that i got to tell the story of tom brady and the new england patriots who's my favorite sporting team and it was really about the fact that by putting self-interest aside tom brady became the greatest of all time in his sport because he was looking at the long-term picture he was thinking about the long-range vision of what legacy he wanted to leave not just worrying about his next pay rise So i really enjoyed making that one Uh, And the other one, of course, was episode 31, Don't Shoot the Messenger. And the reason I loved that was because I told the story of Theranos and Elizabeth Holmes and the massive fraud and con they perpetuated on the tech uh, industry and the US markets uh, with their product called the Edison, which was supposed to revolutionise medical science and blood testing, which was, of course, all a fraud. So I had a lot of fun making those episodes. Um, But as I look back on some of the others, uh, there was a bunch that caught my eye around February. I had four episodes that filled up February, which I like to call the February foundations. And there were two concepts there. The first was building organisational capability, and the other was the roadmap to exceptional leadership. And they were both two-part episodes because they're fairly meaty topics. But those four episodes together provided some of the foundations for leadership competence in an organization. So I really enjoyed making those ones as well because they've got some critical leadership concepts, quite dense, but really valuable.
1: Hey guys, I just want to quickly jump in and let you know that we have officially opened pre-registration for our online leadership program, Leadership Beyond the Theory. Now, for those of you who are new to the podcast, Leadership Beyond the Theory is our seven-week online leadership program that unlocks the secrets of true leadership success, We only run two cohorts a year. It is tried and tested. We've had hundreds of leaders from all over the world complete the program with incredible feedback and results. So if you're serious about improving your leadership capability, quality, and confidence in 2020, head to yourceomentor.com forward slash pre-register and jump on board. Doors will open for enrollment on Monday, the 20th of January, with class starting on Monday, the 3rd of February. Head to the Leadership Beyond the Theory page for more information on the content, program outcomes, link to past student case studies and all our FAQs. That's at courses.yourceomentor.com. All right, back to the episode.
0: So let's get on to our top five and why don't you kick off um, one of your favorite episodes of 2019.
1: Okay, so I will kick off, Marty, with episode 45, Leaders are Learners, Lessons from Everyday Life. It's not the hard-hitting leadership tactic kind of episode that we cover in so many other episodes, but it really hit the mark for me, especially when you spoke about your personal journey to becoming a CEO. Yes, I obviously (laughs) knew it because I lived with you, but hearing the ins and outs of your university dropout experience in particular actually made me feel a lot better, Uh, As you know, I've always had a bit of a chip on my shoulder about not finishing university and it took me years to work out that having a degree isn't everything, Uh, but hearing you going through the same thing with the pressures and the expectations that were on you, it was kind of liberating to be honest. I think the other thing that I really liked about this episode is that you highlighted the importance of having an attitude of continuous learning. You say leaders are learners a lot, but I think a lot of leaders, obviously no one listening to this podcast, uh, they don't have that attitude of what can I learn from this situation, good or bad when something happens. Whether it's been professional or personal, you've always looked for the upside, um, you know, a mistake to learn from or a situation to grow from, and I really admire that in you actually. It's a great way to grow th- go through life, and that's probably why you are annoyingly positive and happy all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. It's it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> really it, annoying.
1: It is. <laughs> It's, no, it's good to it's good to have, but it's a great episode. Well worth a listen. Uh, the free downloadable for that one is absolute gold. It covers your eight secrets for success and happiness. So I strongly recommend that even if you don't listen to the episode, go and download that resource at yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 45. I absolutely loved that one. What about yeah. you, Marty? What's your? I, I, I
0: don't know. I don't know about telling people not to listen to the episode. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that was that's the one where I'm probably the most um, personally revealing of any of the episodes we've made um, to date. So it's definitely mm. worth having a listen to, just to hear me bear all. It is. Um, you're right. Not in a you know full Monty sense, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just just to basically really open up about my journey through there and what I learned along the way. So um, yeah, definitely have a listen to that one. Now, uh, my first one is going to be episode fifty-seven: Challenge, Coach, Confront. And I was quite amazed that I got to episode 57 before actually putting this one down because Challenge Coach Confront is the leader's most important toolkit. The ability to do this with with anyone who you have to uh, lead or manage is absolutely vital to success. And if you want to create a high-performing team or a high-performance culture, you can't do it without these tools in your kit bag. It's supported by neuroscience. It's founded in very, very strong scientific foundations. Um, and this really forms the preconditions for people to accept change. So I talk about the three questions that everyone wants to know to get clarity. Uh, amazing how, uh, as I survey you know groups that I speak to in uh, keynote uh, speeches and so forth, only about 5% of any audience can answer positively to these questions. And I'll tell you what they are. Do all of your people know these three things when they walk in each day? What's expected of me? How am I going against those expectations? And what does my future hold? And surprisingly few leaders think that their people actually know these things. So why wouldn't they be in the dark? Why wouldn't they feel insecure? Uh, some of the other things that I think were, were quite important in this episode, just the concept that we tend to forget, which is 80% of your time should be spent with your best people. Yet we tend to spend all of our time with the squeaky wheels. So just remember to refocus on that. Uh, and then, of course, the actual techniques and disciplines of challenging, coaching, and confronting. So, challenging, uh, it's something that most leaders don't do well because they're afraid to stretch their people. And we talk about how you can actually stretch people and how it's in their best interests and yours, as well as the organization's. The coaching piece, which is the part that most leaders like, that's the put the arm around the shoulder, come on, you can do it, I'm here with you, let's support you, let's get this done. And then finally, the confronting piece, which is the critical building block that most leaders shy away from. That's the one that says, if you choose not to meet the standards we're setting for behavioral performance, then there are consequences. And as a strong leader, I'm gonna apply those consequences because I am setting a higher standard and I need that standard to be met by everyone. And so uh, so that's the, that's the real basics of a leader's toolkit if you wanna get anything done. So that was one of my favorite episodes.
1: Yeah, I loved that one as well. And I probably would send that maybe I don't know, 10, 15, 20 times a week to different people who email us asking about bits and pieces. It really is foundational content for us, even though we did it, you know, kind of later in our podcasting journey. So I'm glad that that was one of yours. I'm going to jump on to my next one, which is episode 60, Leading Remote Teams, Outcomes, Not Inputs. So the reason that I love this episode is because it focuses on value delivery, but from a different angle everywhere I've ever worked, there's been such a huge focus on hours at the desk rather than value delivery. Um, And it used to drive me absolutely mad whether I was creating and delivering value in my time at the desk or not. The unspoken office rules have been, you know, sit at your desk from eight till six or whatever it is. um, And that's what you get paid for. And there's kind of nothing outside of that. So obviously now at Your CEO Mentor, we work completely remotely. We have uh, team members who work in different states. Even you and I, I work in different states and it works so well because we just focus on the outcomes. Uh, we focus on whether something is or isn't delivered. And so I think this episode speaks really well to that and you get super tactical around the correct communication structures to use ways to create clarity for your remote workers even when you know obviously especially because you're not getting that face time with them and of course you chat a bit about working at the right level which as you know is my favorite module in leadership beyond the theory so this episode is a must listen for everyone whether you deal with remote teams or not the free downloadable for this one is the 10 ways to improve outcomes with remote teams. There's some real gems in that one. You can download it at yourceomentor.com forward slash episode 60. All right, Marty, on to your next one.
0: Yeah, thanks. And my next one is episode 35 driving value from your people. And so this is really about how you actually unlock that value that your people have that you haven't managed to tap into because most leaders simply don't focus. On the performance of their people and their teams they're too busy running off looking after the technical disciplines of their role so negotiations you know cost-cutting um uh, initiatives you know productivity initiatives mergers and acquisitions all of those hard elements of business that are really tangible and really easy to see but because underutilized people or unmotivated people or people who aren't producing their best is almost invisible we t- sort of tend to let it go And so um, I give a few examples that just shift your perspective. So, for example, in a negotiation, there's no way that you would intentionally leave money on the table just because you thought the negotiation might be hard or lengthy. Yet all the time we see leaders and I've heard very, very senior leaders say to me, look, I know I should manage Jeff's performance, but, you know, it's going to take a really long time and it'll be a real pain. It'll distract me from other things. And I don't even know if I'll get him over the line in the end. So let's just leave him where he is. And that sort of cop-out on the people side of things, we would never think about committing in business. And so that ability to work with people to unlock their potential and to make sure that you've got the right people on the bus, that you don't tolerate people who are never ever going to perform because that just sets the standard really, really low. So, um, so I really like that because that's something that should change every leader's perspective and at least get them set up to think about going after the right things. Um, so I talk a lot about, once again, high performance culture, which is quite important, uh, not in a cliched sense, but in terms of how do you actually drive a better performance and embed that into your organisation. Um, I also love that quote I use in there, which I use all the time in terms of being able to unlock people's potential. And my view on diversity is that diversity is important, but it's almost useless in terms of unlocking value unless you can draw out every person's individual value from them as a diverse group. So everyone has to bring something to the table that is unique, and they have to bring their own opinions, their own ideas, and their own experience. And so, as I used to say to the members of my executive team at CS Energy, if you think the same as I do, then at least one of us is redundant, and it's probably not me. You so, do love
1: uh, that quote, Marty. I've got to say, I, d- I do. I've, in
0: fact, I've probably used it about eighteen times in, <laughs> in you know seventy episodes. So, uh, so that's a good it's one. It's memorable. But anyhow, yeah, it is It is memorable, yeah. And um, and people should think in those terms. But um, anyhow, Em, the, the final one, uh, the one that you and I agreed on jointly because we've each had two, and now this is number five, uh, the final one for us was episode 44. The standard you walk past is the standard you set. Why don't you tee off with that one?
1: So for me, I like this one because, again, it went beyond leadership, the mantra of the standard you walk past is the standard you set is something that I found myself referring to in my personal life as well, which I love. It shows up for me all over the place. Uh, it's basically an episode of... I think, about doing what you say that you're going to do. It's something that I think a lot of leaders and people in general miss the mark on. I've seen it time and time again. People say that they have a high standard in XYZ, but when push comes to shove, it's all too hard and they turn a blind eye or they justify why the standard couldn't be met. You know, integrity is a really high personal value for me. So I think this episode and integrity, they really go hand in hand, doing what you say you're going to do and doing it well. It's actually one of our most popular downloadable resources as well, The Seven Rules of Thumb for Setting Higher Standards. So it clearly resonated with a huge number of our listeners, which you can get from mentor.com forward slash episode 44. Now, why was it in your top three, Marty?
0: I think for a few reasons. I think think one of the key things is because um, it gave me the opportunity to talk about one of the things that I only came across recently in terms of my own understanding when someone asked me, Marty, as a CEO, what do you actually do? And uh, I sort of fumbled around a bit and gave an answer that was a few examples of the types of things that I did in my day-to-day role, but it really got me to thinking, and I went away and, and chewed over this for several days. And what I landed on was that my role as chief executive was fairly straightforward. I had to set the tone, the pace, and the standard for the organization because I couldn't put my hands on many levers. There were there were five or six layers of leaders in the organisation, and I knew I couldn't be there making decisions for them. So my role was to make sure that what was clear to them was the tone, the pace, and the standard that I expected for the organisation so that they had a clear framework within which to make decisions themselves. And that was a real, um, a real sort of uh, recognition for me, a real epiphany uh, that I hadn't sort of thought about too much before. Uh, And I get to talk about that a little bit in the episode. But there's also a couple of critical principles to understand as well. So um, uh, one that I love, people don't watch your lips, they watch your feet, uh, which I think is a classic. Mm. Um, We always think that we give these impassioned speeches, then of course, everyone goes off and does exactly what we've asked them to do, which is complete bullshit. They actually look at what we do, and then that tells them what standard they need to meet. Uh, And the other one I love is that the standard isn't set by the strongest performer in your team, it's set by the weakest performer in your team. And so quite often a leader will think I'm setting a very high standard because I've got a high performer up here, yet that's not the way it works. People take their cues from seeing what's acceptable in your lowest performing person. And so you're actually setting a different standard than what you think you might be. So that's, uh, that's one of the reasons that I thought uh, episode 44 was a standout. All right. Um, That's probably it. We've got our five episodes out there. Let's wrap this up. So, First of all, I just want to say that Em and I are so grateful for everyone who has become a dedicated and loyal listener. To the No Bullshit Leadership Podcast. This has been a massive year of growth for us and we're reaching so many leaders. Our purpose is to improve the quality of leaders globally and we are getting so many emails and direct messages every day from people who we're helping to actually get their heads around leadership and to do a better job for their people, for themselves and for their organisations and that is so humbling but also so gratifying to know that we can have that sort of impact. Isn't that right Em?
1: Oh, absolutely. And Marty, big kudos to you for just pumping out the amazing content week after week. Um, Yeah, it's a really huge effort from you. So big kudos and lots of love to all our listeners. You guys are amazing, amazing. We love hearing from you. So hope you have enjoyed all of the episodes this year and enjoy all the episodes next year.
0: Yeah, totally. And uh, we intend to pump out plenty more of those high-quality episodes in 2020, although I will say, um, there have been weeks when I've had writer's block. Don't you worry about that. So uh, it's not always... It hasn't not always,
1: shown. It hasn't shown. <laughs> I know. It's not
0: always that natural. So, look, thanks, thanks everyone, for joining us today and throughout the year. Uh, we really appreciate it. Next Wednesday, to usher in the new year, we'll be launching the Crush Your Career Challenge free online video series. So this will help you set yourself up properly for 2020. Forget the short-term sugar hit of New Year's resolutions and get ready to really take control of your career and your life. So until then, I know you'll take every opportunity you can to be a no-bullshit leader.
1: And guys, don't forget to pre-register for Leadership Beyond the Theory at courses.yourceomentor.com. If you love this podcast, you are absolutely going to love the program and get so much value out of it. So I really encourage you to go and check it out. All right, we'll see you next week.